Uh, you know me, always, always looking for a dime or a quarter or you know, whatever. <laughs> Any type of money I could get my hands on. You never know where it's hiding. I'm like a treasure hunter. <laughs> Gentlemen, boys and girls and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. We are here for episode 35, and I don't know if you hear it, but I hear it. A familiar voice is back on the show today. See, now I've got a question here, and this question is specifically for Steve. Yeah, I'm listening. Okay, uh, why do we have a, a guest uh, doing the introduction to the show? <laughs> <laughs> Glorified guest, as I like to call myself. You go ahead and do that. I will. I am Sam, the glorified <laughs> guest. You might remember me from, you know, some of our classic episodes, like episode 32, where we talked about pumpkin beers. That was oh, wait, episode 31. That was, 30, that was 31. Episode 31, you might remember me from. Or episode one, where we started the show. <laughs> and maybe a few episodes here and there in between. That's about it. But hey, being a glorified guest is, you know, better than nothing at all at this point. It's better than Because that's what I've kind of turned into. How has those three weeks of vacation been? Oh, they've been fantastic. Spent some time in Scottsdale, tried some Arizona brews, which were very fantastic. I, I enjoyed that experience. Now, here's a question for you, and this is a question that we had uh, from last week. It's not a question. It's a dirty joke you made. It's not a dirty joke. <laughs> well, no, it's not a dirty joke. It's, it's just, just a regular garbage joke. joke. It's just a garbage joke. Were there, garbage any, joke. Were there any beers out there uh, that had 99 cents on the can? What? The Arizona tea. Arizona Get tea, it? Arizona beer. Oh, Come on, I'm not I'm not throwing two seam fastballs here. I gotcha. <laughs> I, d I don't know if in my lifetime I've ever drank one of those Arizona teas. What? Really? <laughs> I've never been an iced tea guy, especially iced tea that comes from a can. Maybe if it was like a freshly brewed iced tea. I was gonna say freshly squeezed, but maybe some freshly squeezed lemon in there. What about their Arnold Palmers? Nah, I don't like Arnold Palmers. How do you not like Arnold Palmers? I don't like things that are real sugar sugary and sweet. It's really not, though. I drink water and beer. That's it. No <laughs> pop, no iced tea. Sometimes Weird. regular tea. I do like green tea if I'm at you know, a Chinese restaurant or something. I think that's Weird. really good because they bring it out in those little pots and you know, those small cups that you know, the British drink tea out of. I, I like me a good Arnold Palmer because that's a good halfway between water and pop. I guess some people would think of things that way, yeah. Because pop, you know, it gets to be too much, yeah. too sugary. I usually would just think of fruit juice as the halfway between water and pop. <laughs> well, hey, you know, to each their own. But to answer, answer your question, whether it was a joke or not, no, I did not see any beers that were 99 cents out there. Actually, I take that back. Uh-huh. You know, there's you, you, uh, go, you go into a beer store. There's actually one out there called Total Wine, which is like a beer mecca. Actually, it's like a beer, wine, and a liquor mecca. Uh, it's a giant store. It's, it's comparable to probably the size of some of our smaller giant eagles out here, which is a small grocery chain, as we know, but maybe some of the listeners don't. Wegmans and, for other parts of the country. Yeah, uh, Wegmans, H-E-B. Yeah, H-E-B. That was the, te Albertsons, the Texas ones. if you're out on the West. Publix. <laughs> Publix, Publix. If you're, yeah, if you're down in Florida. Kroger if you're poor <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's like a small grocery store it's just filled with as much booze as you could possibly imagine and you could get uh you know a, a 24 ounce hurricane or a natty ice for 99 cents in those stores god damn now it doesn't say 99 cents on the can but see that's the crux that's of the the, it's question. the cost that's it says it on the price tag <laughs> it needs to say 99 cents and have some vaguely southwestern american design yeah, exactly <laughs> with a dream catcher and some of it <laughs> 
whatever that weird Aztec yeah, stuff the, is. Yeah, the Aztec uh, geometry, design. Geography. Yeah. Geometry. Geometry, yeah. Yeah. Geography. Holy shit. <laughs> Geometric design. Geography. That's the one I'm looking for. I like when there's geography on my bottles. A little, <laughs> little map of the world, map of the country. You know, it's like a it's like a little history lesson in every beer. No, wait, wouldn't that be a geography lesson? Well, yeah, I guess it would be. That's a good that's a good point, but I guess geography to some degree is history, so I don't know. Oh boy. Let's let's call it a win all around. All right, this, this is getting way too far and we don't have any beer in us right now. No, so, you know, to to get back to the beginning introduction to this episode. I'm the glorified host Sam. I'm back speaking with everybody hold today. Up, hold up, hold with up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're not the glorified host. Glorified guest. You're the glorified guest. <laughs> Glor- glorified host. Look, we're past the guest point. Everybody host. knows who I am. I've reintroduced myself back on in hosting duties, the glorified host. Hey, what can I say? That's what, what, that's what I'm going to call myself. Glorified guest, glorified host, same thing. Is he going full Kim Jong-un on us? I, I guess so. I don't know. We don't have to recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> and with me are today are my glorified co-hosts. How about that? I Adam and Steve. I didn't sign that paperwork. <laughs> I feel that we're like the South Korea of the situation. <laughs> Maybe. Which is fine by me because they got K-pop. Oh, you guys. And the best internet in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> fastest, fastest, at least. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know what the weather's like in South Korea right now, but I know here in Pittsburgh it's pretty damn cold. And, True. you know, we've been in the 40s primarily all week. So today on the show, we're drinking stouts. Hopefully something that'll warm us up. We'll be able to put on our beer jackets, if you will. Well, also, it just is International Stout Day yesterday. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> November 2nd. International Stout Day. International Stout Day. did not know day. that. Right. Yeah. So what, what, do you, what do you got over there for us, Adam? What are we drinking first today? So the first one uh, comes from one of the, the biggest breweries that we have here in the U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Uh, not North Korea. Uh, the Sierra Nevada Narwhal. It's an imperial stout. Uh, this is a heavy hitter. This comes in at 10.2% ABV. Boy, boy. Yeah, so we are coming out of the gates hot. The IBUs are, are somewhat high, but not, not unpredictable for a, a stout like this. Comes in at 60 IBUs. Hmm. Alrighty. Yeah. So I, that's, I'd say that's pretty high for a stout. I mean, there's some IPAs, some pale ales that we've drank um, you know, on this show that yeah. come in at about the same range, yeah. true, around the true. 60s. Uh, and, and a little further information for, for you hop heads out there. Uh, it is brewed using Magnum and Challenger hops. Mm. So that sounds good. So th- those are probably right in your wheelhouse, Sam. Yeah, I was gonna say off off to the races. Uh, so I did try to find a little more information about International Stout Day. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a big to do to deal. To do to deal. To do to deal. Uh, it really isn't. <laughs> oh. Uh, apparently, the first International Stout Day was celebrated in 2011. Okay, that's six years. Yeah, so why you think it would be something like longer, like it had something to tie in with Guinness or something? So I wonder if it was originally part of uh, National Porter Day. No. And then it just naturally split <laughs> off. No. <laughs> in fact, every little blurb I read about International Stout Day starts talking about porters. <laughs> and for those of you who are interested in that little tidbit of history everything used to be called a porter to begin with until they started making porters up in the seven and eight percent range and somebody called it boy that's a stout porter so now it's just yeah stouts and now they're just stouts so let's talk about this stout the narwhal not narwhal uh, by sierra nevada uh this thing is pretty dark it very makes dark. sense good head retention on it uh, uh, it looks does. like a stout 
the the head on it is definitely a tan, I yeah. would say. Yeah, it's got a tan head on it. It's got a good boozy nose to it, but it's like a little roasty. It does. It does. It's not it's not hot like other high ABV beers. No, but what's interesting about this nose on on this beer in particular is that it's not a bourbon barrel aged stout, but I'm almost getting like a slight hint of bourbon nose off of it. Now, that might just be some of the booziness as well, but yeah. I mean, it's it smells good and a little bit bourbony. So you say that you're getting some some roasted and chocolate notes. Uh, that would be because of the malts that are involved in this. Well, I'm uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> which which do include chocolate uh, and do include a roasted barley. Yeah. And there's also some honey in there as well. Oh. So sweeten things up a little bit. Excellent. All right. Well, well take a taste. Then. Yeah, I was going to say I'm diving in. Whoa. You know what's interesting? Hmm. After after one sip, I can I can taste about all 60 of those IBUs on the back end of this beer. It, it definitely tastes a little bit hoppier than some of the stouts I'm used to. Mm-hmm. It does. Weird. They're providing a bitter flavor on the back end, which I don't, I don't know if I'm really, I really like that or not. I feel like the beer is not all that balanced. But maybe that's what they were going for. What do you guys think? I'm getting more of a boozy boozy finish not an aftertaste but a boozy finish to it correct so it's a little hot when it like uh finishes but then the finish does give way to that little bit of bitterness but i it doesn't bother me at all i kind of like it and the uh the hop finish that you're you're tasting sam is from the challenger hops that they used as a finishing hop okay so they they uh they definitely uh, tried to hop it up a little bit with that challenger Excellent. Well, I mean, I could certainly taste them. So, mm-hmm. good job, Sierra Nevada. Yeah. You've accomplished your goal, at least with me. So, who wants Norwal facts? <laughs> no. Okay, good, because <laughs> I don't that. have any. <laughs> good. Uh, no, I was just going to say, it does, it has, it's more of a full, it's a pretty full mouthfeel. It is, like, it, it is definitely malty. I feel kind of like I'm drinking bread. <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't taste like bread, it just has that real thick, almost like chewy. It. Yeah, almost chewy. Mm-hmm. I like it, though. Kind of a, okay. Almost like a pudding, mm-hmm. like a pudding beer, beer pudding. Yeah, so, I like it though. All right, so while we while we uh, continue to sip on the narwhal here, uh, we have kind of a unique show for everybody today. We're going to stray off of our our beaten path just a little bit, and this show actually is going to present something very accomplished for us. And that is that by segment three, we are going to be drinking our 100th beer. So this is a good one for me to come back to. Now, I have to put a caveat on there. Uh, That is not the 100th beer total. Uh, That is the 100th beer on the show. Oh, yeah. We've had more than that in our Oh, yeah, we've all had way more than 100 beers. (laughs) That's a a great caveat, Adam. (laughs) The 100th beer we've tried on the show. So that's very exciting, and that's going to be coming for you in segment three. And it's something big, boozy, and hopefully delicious. Yeah, we're, we're celebrating all, all over the place on this episode. 100th Beer, International Stout Day. It's a celebration, bitches. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And in celebration of all you, our listeners, we wanted to uh, take questions from the listeners through uh, folks that we've talked to, from all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we wanted to answer them on the show today. And this could really be about anything. The show itself, home brewing, beers we've tried, beers we haven't tried, anything that you were curious about. So I'm very excited to just dive into some of these questions and see what, uh, see what our uh, loyal listeners uh, wanted to learn about. So, Adam, why don't you uh, why don't you read the first question for us? So, one thing I wanted to say uh, before we get into this is that we may not be able to get into everybody's question uh, during this episode. 
Uh, so we're going to try to squeeze in uh, as many as we can, but uh, can't make any guarantees. But the good thing with that is we can always answer that down the road. Yeah, yeah exactly. and, if you, and if you have questions after this episode, send those too, and we'll answer those down the road as well. Right. Yeah, we'll right. do another question show at some point in time, and we'll get to them at that point. So the first question that we have uh, actually comes from our one of our listeners, EJ. He is actually a very dedicated listener. And his question was, the mother lager mm-hmm. is the worst beer that we have ever tasted on the show. Reviled. I think we've made that very clear. <laughs> it is double thumbs down. Yeah. This is how you know EJ listens. <laughs> right, right. And for our punishment for Eye of the Hurricane yeah. is, in fact, a hurricane, a malt liquor. Right. His question is, if you had to choose between the two, which one would you actually drink? If I'm out in the wild. If you are out in the wild and you have two sat on the bar right in front of you. Yeah. And you have to choose one, which one are you grabbing? Steve, I will start with you. <laughs> Say, so I have two sat in front of me on the bar? Correct. And they are of equal temperature. Yeah. And they are of equal price. Okay. Free. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll throw yeah, that out free. there. It's free. No, no. I'm getting two, I'm getting a choice of a free beer. And you right. can only drink one. You can't just drink them both because they're both free. And they're Correct. sitting in front of you at the bar chilled. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Hurricane. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't have any pretension about it. It doesn't try to be anything other than just shitty malt liquor. <laughs> it, it, there's no airs about that. That is very true. That mother lager comes with its, you know, goofy fist in the air, trying to act like, oh, we're the communist republic kind of beer that we're for the people. You're not for the people. You're for the trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, if there are two sitting on the bar, I'm going to see those you ever see those gifts of those cats where they just start pushing something slowly yes. off a table yep. and then it just drops that's what's happening with that okay i have no interest in that again sam all right so i'm i'm, I'm gonna take the opposite approach and if those are both sitting in front of me i'm gonna go with the mo- mother logger because at the end of the day you know a hurricane is just is just what we know it to be shitty malt liquor <laughs> and at the end of the day I will always choose a craft beer over shitty malt liquor. The mother lager is not great, you know, but I'd rather stomach one of those than than the hurricane because at least it's an attempt at a style of craft beer that uh, that Magic Hat has put forth for its for its drinkers, and you know they've they've made an attempt. And although it, in our opinion it's a failed attempt, I would always encourage someone to go out try the beer, even if we don't like it. And, and go for it. So I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with the craft, and I'm going with the mother logger. Interesting, interesting. So it seems well, to be tied one to one. Yeah. The, I, the, just a caveat to what I said. To be fair, I would cho- I would choose some malt liquors over macro beers. So <laughs> I've seen you drink OD on multiple occasions, and you see me drink Steel Reserve on the golf course. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> but Adam. Obviously, you're the tiebreaker on this. I am this. the tiebreaker. So where, which way are you headed? Am I willing to just uh, walk back out of the bar and just <laughs> nope. curse whoever put that on the bar in front of me? Nope. All right. I feel like EJ would be very disappointed as a loyal listener <laughs> if that's your be. response. Yeah, he probably would be. I uh, gave up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to punt on this one. Yeah. No, if I had to, to, to choose between the two and they are of proper temperature... I think I'd have to go with the hurricane. You said equal temperature, not proper temperature. Uh, okay, okay. I, I guess they, in my mind they were the same things. But I, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. Right? Yeah. Uh, because. Well, I mean, they could also just both be, you know, 80 degrees. <laughs> oh. oh. But I think I think I would go with the malt liquor. Mm. Uh, like you said, it it doesn't put any airs on about it. 
about itself. Yeah. And and they're both terrible, so I'm going to have to suffer through both of them. Right. Uh, Hurricane's got more alcohol in it. That's true. So I'm going to get my, my free money's worth. If you, if you got to drink bad booze, might as well drink the baddest booze that'll get you messed up. Right, right. Oh, man, you guys are... I'm surprised you both picked that. I'm not surprised Steve picked that, but I'm kind of surprised you picked that, Adam. <laughs> Dude, that monster lager is bad. Have you... Have you? Let me just ask this. Okay, and sure. Your opinion is your opinion. You do what you want. This, we're all drinking <laughs> shitty tonight. Right. <laughs> if, that, if those are our only options, the mother lager and a hurricane. But have you ever uh, taken a hurricane, poured it in a glass, and sipped on it? No. No. <laughs> No. Now, would would you do that at the bar? No. Because, no. you know, for the show, we, we chug them real this quick. This ain't the show. Right. This is the bar. Right, exactly. So you're just going to chug the hurricane real Get quick. Get it out of the way and go on. drink something that I can tolerate. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I might sip it out of the can. I'm not putting it in a glass. <laughs> right. Well, you got to let that hurricane breathe a little bit. Uh, uh, no, you don't. Know. Uh, no, you don't. Know. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mask all those flavors. <laughs> it. Shove it down your throat as exactly. fast as you can. Keep uh, it as cold as possible. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm looking at this as like a feat of strength kind of thing. That's what it Just is. Do it. Get it over with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it sounds to me like Hurricane has one, two to one. I mean, over, yeah, over Mother Logger, so, which is whoop-de-doo. Right. That <laughs> might be the first thing Hurricane's ever won. I hope, the, I hope whoever makes Hurricane is listening to this show. So here's the nice thing about it. I don't know where to get Mother Logger. Maybe check Moon, put Moon Pop in here for last. Knock night. yourselves out. All right. Let's get to another question. All right, Sam. Go ahead. All right. So actually, I'm going to read the next question. So this question comes to us from Chris from Cannonsburg. And Chris, Chris asks and us... Just to clarify that, it's Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yes. All right. So Chris from Cannonsburg asks us, are there any beers out there that actually taste like coffee that proclaim themselves to be a coffee beer of some sort, whether that's a stout, blonde, porter, whatever the case may be? Are there any beers that you can get that actually taste like coffee? Yes. Great. Oh. Next question. <laughs> I answered. There you go, Chris. <laughs> Hopefully you're satisfied with that answer. Obviously, it sounds like Chris has a problem with picking up coffee beers that don't have enough coffee flavor in them. Yes. I'm thinking right off the bat, the Bell's Java. Okay. Yeah. That that has a lot of strong coffee flavor in it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I would almost be hard-pressed to find a coffee beer that didn't taste like coffee versus... There, there's sure. a couple. There's a couple I've been less than really? impressed with. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to recommend for Chris, because may, maybe I've just been fortunate and I've found a lot of the good ones. So if, if you're out there in a, you know, a beer distributor, six-pack shop, and you're looking for a good coffee beer, Chris, here's what I'd recommend. Go for, first and foremost, we talked about it on the show, Founders Breakfast Stout. Great coffee beer. Uh, has a lot, of, a lot of coffee notes on the nose. Uh, it'll satisfy your palate. Two of the other ones that I like are Trogue's Java Head mm. and then the Terrapin Wake and Bake is one of my all-time favorites. So a few more that I'd like to throw in there is the Punkachino. Uh, I know you two are very, very familiar with that one. Mm -hmm. uh, and additionally, uh, this one is, is a bit of a hot product this year. The uh, Cold Press Coffee Pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, if you can get it, get it. Yeah. It's available in four packs and it is actually, uh, since you're in Pittsburgh, Chris, uh, if you go down to the North Shore Brewery, it's on tap. <laughs> it is on tap. Go get it. Go have yourself a good time. Um, yeah, I would agree with both of those. I mean, I guess it's obvious to point out, though, that they're also pumpkin beers. True. But that's good for this time of year. It's good for this mm -hmm. time of year. They but should I mean, be available for throughout the first couple weeks of November. Oh, yeah. And the, the, the cold press coffee pumpkin, like the coffee pretty much overpowers yeah. <laughs> the right. pumpkin part. Right. Um, 
my suggestion would be uh, the Cosmic Ristretto. No, oh, by Green Flash. Uh, Green Flash. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Great, great beer. I've I've had that That's one before. Awful. That one's so good. <laughs> oh boy. You ever have that, Adam? I have not had that one. That one's really good. <laughs> See, for me, whenever I hear Big Green Flash, flavor. when I hear Green Flash, I automatically think of IPAs. See, they they have a couple beers that you know you might enjoy, maybe. That aren't <laughs> IPA. Enjoy maybe. maybe. I gotta say maybe. But the Cosmic Ristretto is one of them as a really great coffee beer. Okay, I'll have to keep an eye out for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, there you go. Should have a, a little coffee stout porter pumpkin starter pack there for you. So go out, find some of these beers, and let us know what you think. Those are some uh, good coffee porters and stouts and uh, pumpkin beers. Right. right. Uh, but we have a somewhat related question coming in. <laughs> From Tyler in Washington. That's that's pretty much a he's pretty much a neighbor of Chris in Cannonsburg. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Tyler and Cannonsburg are right down there together. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're friends. Tyler, uh, maybe they are. I don't know. What does Chris do for a living? Does he do electrician? Or no, not Chris and Tyler. I'm talking about Cannonsburg and Washington are friends. <laughs> the cities. <laughs> the cities are friends because they're right next to. Maybe each other. they are. It's like Dormont, Mount Lebanon, Moon, and Coriopolis. Sure, I get it. I didn't think you were personifying cities. I just thought you were talking about... <laughs> I don't think Chris and Tyler know each other, but hell, maybe they do. I don't know. You never know how people are intermixed throughout life. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they do. I was going to say, because Tyler is an electrician, and I don't know what Chris does. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's an engineer. So maybe, maybe they, they do. But he, said, he asked, are there any coffee beers that are not porters? And I'm, he says, I'm assuming yes, but I'm too lazy to do the research. So let me do the research for you, Tyler. Let me Google that for you. Uh, the very simplest, quick answer for this is if you're in the Pittsburgh area, go to Spoonwood and get yourself the Cold Drip City. Correct. That is, uh, again, and this also goes for Chris. Chris can be listening to this answer, too. Well, he should be. Uh, but, you know, that is an amazing coffee beer. It is. But it's also uh, an ale. It's yeah, not. It's like a coffee blonde ale. Right. 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 It and is. it is quite delicious. And yeah, I tell you what, my my travels around the country, I've actually seen that more and more now that people are are brewing with coffee beans, but they're not doing the typical stouts or porters. I've seen coffee IPAs, I've seen coffee Mm -hmm. blondes, um, and it's it's very interesting to see. And I, I think that's, you know, one of the most awesome things about homebrewing is it's so experimental that people are taking something that used to be the standard and you know turning it on its head and yeah, using right. those ingredients in different right. styles of beer. So that's really neat to see. I think one of the bigger one I've had and it's a bigger, uh, you know, more well-known uh, brand is the Rogue Farms. Mm-hmm. They have they actually have a cold brew IPA, like Sam oh, was okay. saying. So for our listeners outside of Pittsburgh, uh, I have a couple other suggestions because mm-hmm. uh, fortunately for us. Unfortunately for everybody else, uh, Spoonwood is is rather Pittsburgh-centric. Right. So if you're much outside of the Pittsburgh area, it's going to be quite difficult to get. Uh, one I would suggest, uh, especially for our West Coast listeners, is the Ballast Point Calm Before the Storm. Uh, that is another cream ale, or a very light-style coffee ale. Uh, I would recommend that one. And In addition, uh, this one is kind of, kind of what, similar to what Sam was talking about, where it was kind of a, a, an experimental... Uh, beer, but Victory as part of their Blackboard series. Oh, yeah? Blackboard series number five. Hmm. They have a coffee cream ale. I wonder how easy that one would be to get. The Victory? Yeah. For us, pretty easy. I've seen it in the stores before. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, it's a thing. Yeah, no, it's a I, thing. Yeah, no, I was just wondering if that was like something that was like on tap only. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, it has made its way across the state, at least to Pittsburgh. Well, good. Excellent. <laughs> I've got a, yeah, I got two more that are probably worth checking out. 
And uh, this one's for, you know, kind of the East Coast people that aren't in Pennsylvania. Right, right. And it also holds kind of a special place in my heart cause, just because of the name. But the uh, Six Point Brewery out of uh, Brooklyn, they have one that's cream, C, dot, R, dot, E, dot, cash rules everything around me, Wu-Tang. <laughs> <laughs> Got to diversify your portfolio. Uh, but, yes, they have a they have a pale cream ale that's also a coffee stout. And then there was one I found just in my little research that I found just kind of interesting. It is, it's back in Pennsylvania again, uh, but it's a little bit east of State College. There's a town called Danville. I, I actually know exactly where that's at. Yeah, I know where it's at, too. It's, mm-hmm. it's just something you pass on your way to, like, Philly or, you know, anytime you leave right. State College, go east. It's actually, just kind of right there. So my roommate in college had a girlfriend from Danville. Oh, well, good for him. That's the only reason I know it exists. But there, I, say, I, I I've never heard of Danville. Well, you don't go east enough. <laughs> uh, apparently not, or I just pass it so quickly that I don't uh, that I blink and it's gone. <laughs> and that's what I did for the most of the time. But apparently, uh, there is a brewery out there called the Old Forge Brewery. Apparently, it's they have a beer called the uh, Coffee Kolsch. Oh, it's so, so it's a Kolsch. That's oh, coffee. So yeah. that's a new twist. I like that. Interesting. So if you're for whatever reason traveling between State College and Philly, <laughs> and you need a beer right now. Yeah, oh, pick me up. It's, it's Danville's just such a weird. They have like a big medical center out there in that area, and then weird. Yeah, and then it's just like you pass through and it's gone. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of t- lot of towns east of State College and west of Philadelphia. Kind of like that in between. Yeah. They're so small and there's nothing there that you just you just pass through. You pass through so many you can't remember them all. And that's it. Yeah. You're just there and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking there and gone, uh, this narwhal. Yeah. That we're drinking from Sierra Nevada, clocking in at 10.2 percent alcohol, 60 IBUs, uh, using Challenger hops and Magnum hops. Yeah, mine's uh, gone. I need a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, his is already gone. Mine's <laughs> damn near gone, and Sam is right behind me. Yeah, I'm. Uh... So with that, uh, that right there says this is a pretty good beer. It is. Uh, it, it is a rather interesting beer in so much that it is uh it's kind of complex it is complex and i like the hoppiness of it it's weird to find well not weird but it's rare to find a stout with a good hop profile to it right it's it's kind of hard to balance that out yeah most of the time it's just fuggle or willamette <laughs> hey don't you hate on fuggle <laughs> i'm not hating on it we use it all the time in our home brews i'm just saying that's because i demand it it's just things you fucking pitch in there to you know call it technically beer <laughs> yeah i mean this beer is this beer is pretty good one, one interesting thing in my relationship with sierra nevada as a whole every beer i've ever had from them outside of the ocher vase has always kind of been a middle of the road beer i don't hate it but i don't love it sierra nevada beers are beers that i really never buy on the on the rare occasion i might try one at a bar or if you know we're drinking one on the show or something and you know i have to say the narwhal is probably right there down the middle of the road for me <laughs> i will say it does have a, you know it has a very complex profile uh which i think is good uh i i don't necessarily love the hop flavor in this one that i'm getting i think it adds a bitterness to the back end of of the beer but I don't know. Overall, it's not bad. It's it's drinkable, but for me, it's you know it's middle of the road, kind of with everything else that I have had from Sierra Nevada. Outside of the Ocher Vase, the Cactus Goza, that yeah. one I friggin' love. Hmm. That's my opinion, and right. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> you are entitled to it. Uh, for me, I enjoyed this beer. Uh-huh. It's good beer. It, definitely more on the malty side than on the hoppy side, but you'd pretty much expect that on a stout. Right. Uh, I I understand what you're saying, Steve, by having that kind of boozy finish to it. Yeah. It, it's got that in spades. 
It's got the. It's, I mean, it's not as hot as like other beers we've had on the show, but it is kind and of surprisingly hot for one only being ten percent, and two, as Sam has pointed out, Sierra Nevada is kind of a big brewery, right? With kind of a, a wide appeal, right? Which is probably why he finds a lot of the middle of the road. Right. They are a, a large brewery, but they are not a macro brewery by any no. stretch of the imagination. No. They are. They are craft. Uh, so, bottom line, I like it. Mm-hmm. I would drink it again. Yeah, no, I, I would too. I think this is something for. I mean, if you're if you're just looking for a higher ABV, mm-hmm. looking to tackle something a little more challenging, I think this is that. But it, it's not like going to blow you out of the water because it doesn't have any of those weird, you know, additions like like coconut or mint or you know, it's not. It's although not a, you can get that, you can get that. But right. like this, but the, for this particular one, the basic narwhal doesn't have a whole bunch of goofy additions or anything. It's just a straight up stout beer and i like that yeah i like that too yeah. i like i like that it's just there's no gimmicks to it mm-hmm. other than the hops i think the hops is a little bit of a gimmick but i think that's an interesting gimmick and the narwhal on the gla- on the label well that's every craft beer bottle <laughs> <laughs> since the history of craft beer <laughs> all kinds of creatures on craft beer bottles these days so, all right. I saw one with a dude shitting his pants. There's yeah, I know. I, oh, the yeah, brown note. The brown note, yep. Yeah, the brown Very note. memorable when you see that can. <laughs> so it works in that way, but it also doesn't work because I don't want to buy that. That's yeah, yeah. That, that does seem a little gross. I don't want but... that. I don't want people seeing me drink that. <laughs> so what do you say we take a break? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say we get beer number two uh, up and running? Beer number two and more questions. Oh, more okay. questions to come. So. And more answers. Oh, yeah, we can do that, too. Beers, questions, and answers. Sounds perfect. Stay tuned. Okay, Hop Nation, we are back, and we are here to answer some more of your burning questions. But before we do that, we got to get a little more beer in our glass, and that beer in particular is going to be a stout. As referenced earlier in the show, we are drinking stouts in honor of National Stout Day, which was on November 2nd. So, Steve, what are we drinking next? Yes, it was yesterday, and... I guess what we're going to be drinking next can also be paired in with what we were celebrating on Wednesday, which was Dia de los Muertos. Actually, I believe that goes through through November 2nd. Yeah, no, yeah, it does go through November yeah. 2nd. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's it 30 last two days. It's so, also yesterday. Yeah, it's 31st to the 2nd. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it, pair, it pairs nicely. Because <laughs> with what gonna, is de los de muertos? Well, that's the, the Mexican holiday of the Day of the Dead. Thank you. Yes. Uh, but Day of the Dead. This beer is going to pair nicely with both. Yes, it is the Stone Zoco Vesa, an imperial stout inspired by Mexican hot chocolate. Nice. And uh, at the end of uh, last ep- uh, last segment, we were talking about how the Narwhal had no gimmicks. This is all gimmicks. This is all gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> this is a stout brewed with cocoa, coffee, peppers, vanilla, cinnamon, <laughs> and nutmeg. Uh, it might be easier to tell everybody what it's not brewed with. <laughs> coconut. There's no coconut in it. Uh, it comes in at 8.1%, so a little lighter than the last one. That's not saying much, though. No, uh, and it also, but it also has a surprisingly high IBUs with 50. 
and those and the hops in that uh, profile would be again the challenger mm-hmm. and the kent golding one of your favorites adam that's an awful weird way to say fuggle <laughs> i said one of your favorites <laughs> not your <laughs> not your bay <laughs> if i could get a t-shirt that said just fuggle on it just fuggle i'd wear it i'm I'd pretty totally sure we can make it happen let's make that happen okay sure uh, if you did a quick google search you could find that just like a got fuggle shirt I don't want Gaunt Fuggle. I just want Fuggle. Just Fuggle. <laughs> you can just make that. That might just You know happen. any screen printers? I mean, really, you could just go up to uh, Braddock, the Braddock Library. Uh-huh. They do screen printing there. You you can do it yourself. Do they really? <laughs> yeah. So if I, if I had you design just Fuggle, we could fire off like five or ten t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally do that. Well, then, that's the way we're starting our clothing line here at Hot Nation <laughs> USA. It's like, yeah, no, I can totally do it. I just don't do it. I'd, I have to have time to edit these episodes and drink these beers. <laughs> Wait, didn't you say last week you missed your most days off? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds to me like you got time. Shut up. <laughs> shut up and look at your beer. <laughs> <laughs> look at your beer, nerd. Speaking of shut up, this beer is dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, it's very dark. Can't see through it because it's a stout. But this one doesn't have any head retention, unlike the narwhal. No, it doesn't. This one. Narwhal. 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 The narwhal. It's a near whale. It's nearly a whale. It's nearly a whale. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> now, this one smells uh, like a. Uh, it smells like gimmicks. It, it smells, smells like, like all gimmicks. gimmicks. <laughs> but I was going to say, it smells like a pleasant. Odor that you would get from your uh, your garbage disposal when you just dumped some uh, peppers and all kinds of random shit down there, and it's kind of you know sitting down there, but it hasn't uh, you know been ground uh, up and flushed away yet. I'm just gonna let them keep going. But I said pleasant, right? <laughs> so a lot of times that shit smells like shit, right? But this smells kind of pleasant because the point I'm trying to make is that there's oh, good, many, there's a point. <laughs> there's many many flavors in this beer and you can kind of smell them all kind of like you know when you stick your nose down the garbage disposal to see if you should turn why, it on or not why couldn't you just say when after you've mixed a bunch of things on a cutting board I'm building to something <laughs> I'm building to something the, I, look look man okay I'll just keep letting you building yeah well I'm not building anymore I already well, explained we, it oh but the point but the point is when you smell something you know you have that muscle memory and it goes back to where you've you've smelled something similar where you've you've okay. uh, smelled that in particular smell before and that was what it was for me okay that's why I tried to preface it by a pleasant smell, because most smells aren't pleasant that come from a garbage disposal, but this I one... Understand. Is... I understand. I, I've never had this experience then. It's always been in, like, a cutting board situation, where I've cut up a bunch of vegetables and peppers and things like that, and it still has that aroma of all of those mixed together. Yeah, maybe. That I get. But this isn't made with a whole bunch of vegetables. It's made with peppers and yeah. like vanilla and cocoa nibs and, I don't know, just a whole bunch of random shit. <laughs> Like you said, it's gimmicky. Yeah, it kind of looks confused. I, I'm just hoping you guys realize we're not getting paid by the word here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that took you 800 words to say, it smells nice. Yeah. <laughs> it does, it just, the both of you. Right. It just smell, It smells like peppers, and it smells like it, it has that chocolatiness to it. And that's all it really needed to be said. Would you say it smells like cocoa, coffee, peppers, vanilla, well, no. cinnamon, and maybe no, nutmeg? I'm, no, I'm telling you what I smell. I'm smelling chocolate and peppers. I'm not smelling coffee. I'm not smelling cinnamon. I'm smelling my garbage disposal. So maybe Sam we should just try it. smelling your garbage disposal. Adam, what do you smell? 
<laughs> that we're not getting paid by the word. <laughs> it does. I now I actually have to smell it. I was too busy listening to you. Just you've been sitting around judgy and you ain't been participating. Uh, I do smell the the chili side of things. Mm-hmm. I do like the the uh, chocolate. Yeah. That I can smell on that, and that's about all I can smell. Okay. And, and even that was too wordy. That was like eighteen. <laughs> It's also, it was also boring. That was a boring description. You just told us what you smelled. You didn't relate it to anything that you smelled in the past. Come See, on, Sam now. didn't take you. You didn't take us on an adventure through your trash through the. O- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't through give the us O a, factory. You didn't give us a composting adventure in your story. So, uh, uh, no, enough of this. <laughs> I'm just drinking. Let this. us drink. Mm, 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 mm. See, that wasn't even a word. You already described how it is. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Very flavorful. Tastes nothing like a garbage disposal. Not that I've ever tried that, but for those that have. I would hope you would never <laughs> stuck your tongue in a, a garbage disposal. No, no, no. Yeah, so what I like about this beer is it's complex, yet all the flavors balance out nicely in your mouth. Yeah. And kind of just make that nice venture right down your tongue into the back of your, uh, you know, your palate. And I don't know, it tastes good on the way down, leaves a pleasant aftertaste in your mouth. And, and you can taste many of the flavors that are listed on the bottle. Like I can taste the peppers, uh, the the coffee or the, the chocolate uh, nibs, cacao, cacao nibs, and uh, a little bit of the vanilla as well. I don't get the, I don't get much of the coffee, but I do get uh, some of the cinnamon mixed with the vanilla towards the back end. And I also like the fact that the uh, the peppers, they don't overpower. No, they don't. It's just, it's just kind of, it's not even, I wouldn't even call it spicy. It's just pepper, peppery. And yeah, you, you can taste them, but but it's, it's not spicy. This certainly is not a spicy no. beer by any means. Which is kind of weird considering some of the pepper beers that we've had in the past and we've knocked them for that. Well, I mean, we've only knocked them because we're looking for them to be pepper beers. Correct, <laughs> correct. And I don't believe this is what it is trying to do. No, no, definitely not. No, it's, it's meant to mimic the, the Mexican tr- uh, treat of Mexican hot chocolate, which is usually just hot chocolate with uh, you know a little bit of red pepper in it. Right, right. Sometimes you dip a churro in it. It's good. This is a good one to drink during this segment because it's just a very enjoyable, balanced beer. So let's continue sipping on it, and let's get back to the the burning questions that we have from the listeners. I'm burning, I'm burning, so what what do we got next, gents? What's our next question that we're going to answer here on the show? Sam, what is your favorite type of garbage disposal? <laughs> That comes I, I don't from Adam out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't think we have enough time to talk about that. There's a lot to consider when purchasing a new garbage disposal. We'll save that for the special garbage disposal episode that we're going to do, I don't know, probably next week. Is that where we bring back the mother logger? Yeah. <laughs> new podcast coming soon, Maytaggers. <laughs> All right, Sam, do you, have, do you have a question then? I do have a question. And this question comes to us from Adrian from Columbus, Ohio. So to this, I say, yo, Adrian, here's the answer to your question. I should probably read the question first yeah. before I start to answer it. So Adrian's question, Adrian's question is, if we were to open up a brewery, what would the brewery be called and would it have a theme to it? And we'll, we'll go around and answer that individually. Yeah, I don't For think Adrian. I don't think we could agree enough. To, no, no, we yeah. definitely aren't going to agree on a brewery and a theme and a business proposal. It's bad enough doing a podcast between the three of us. Yeah, can't go into business together. No. no. All right, Adam. How about you start this one? So for me, uh, I already I've had this in, in my head for a couple of years now. The name of the brewery uh, would actually be Moonshot Brewing. Okay. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, uh, that is part of my own address. I won't tell you where. The other part is, it's the moonshot. Come on. 
that is that is something where you you have a very very lofty goal, and that is your attempt to get there. That is your moonshot. Yeah. And to me, that would be a very lofty goal of mine to be able to open and operate my own brewery. Okay. So for that reason, it would be moonshot brewing. And would you open it in moon? Nope. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can open up a couple. I can have like the I can have like say the the bar in moon. Yeah. And I can have the brewing brewing facility in Mars. And then you should also open another bar in Mars. Yeah. Because Mars would have two moons. Oh, I like that. And I then like you could that. start to expand and have different satellite locations for Correct. your uh, for your brewery. Correct. Uh, and obviously, it would be a space themed. I, I guess that theme is a little strong of a word. It would have space tendencies. Yeah, people people would be really pissed though, being your affinity for Fuggle, mm-hmm. that you would have a space theme bar. And I wouldn't allow galaxy hops in it whatsoever? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> well, I wouldn't come to that bar then. <laughs> Screw that brewery next. <laughs> I love the galaxy hop. It's one of my all-time favorites. So, Sam, what is your brewery? That, is... w- that would include galaxy hops. Right. What is your pipe dream? <laughs> so, I, I like you, have, have thought about this before. Who hasn't? And the name for this brewery is so good that I don't want to reveal it on the show. This would be called... Uh, Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A Shrek fan, huh? And the theme of this brewery is going to be. I'm now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna preface this by saying there's already a lot of breweries out there that do this, but I'm. I'm going to piggyback on them because I love the theme so much, and it is going to be dog themed. All right. So, all the beers that I create are going to be named after dogs, and kind of similar to a thirsty dog. Or a flying dog. Or a flying dog, or you know, to some degree, maybe even a dogfish head. But they don't really name their beers after dogs, no. so probably not so much like right. them. Mostly after Thirsty Dog out of Akron, Ohio. Yeah. Which, you guys actually talked about them on a previous episode. Two ago. Two episodes ago. Two. Two. But the thing that's going to be different about my brewery is that I want to ensure that it's going to be dog friendly because I want people to, I want to encourage people to bring their dogs. So the way I'm going to do this is that I actually have been to a bar in Florida one time and it was actually half bar, half dog park. Right, So there was a bar in the middle, and on the left-hand side, there was a legitimate dog park where people could bring their dogs and the dogs could go play. On the other end was more of a people park where there was cornhole <laughs> and you know, giant Jenga and giant Connect Four and all the stuff that you would find uh, at different breweries. But the nice thing was the bar spanned across both areas, so no matter which park you were in, you could – drink the beer right and encourage people to to bring their dogs or you know if you you know didn't want to hang out with dogs all day you can really just hang out and you know play some games on your own so i really really like that idea uh because it encourages all sorts of folks to come out and most importantly drinking with hounds and that's what i like so i want people to bring their dogs i want it to be a brewery this was actually a bar it was called the dog bar uh, okay. It was down in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, so if you're ever down there and want to check out an amazing place that's very unique, uh, check this check this out because there's a legitimate dog park at the bar. But that's that's what I want to recreate. But I want to do it with beers that I'm brewing that I could serve to patrons. I want to encourage them to come, bring their dogs. Even people that didn't have dogs could go into the dog park and play with the dogs. There was toys, treats, all kind all kinds of things for them to do. 
and I thought that was really unique. So I want to try to recreate that, but I want to do it as a brewery. So that's what I would do. Uh, long, long answer to a short question, Adrian, but that's, uh, that's, that's kind of my dream. So we'll see if it ever, ha ever happens. If not, somebody <laughs> else can take that dream and make it happen, and I'll just you know, be a very happy patron there with my, uh, with my dog that I don't own. <laughs> so Steve, that leaves you. All right, so uh, mine's a little bit different than both of yours and that I would want to open something called the groggery. The groggery? The groggery. Okay. Would you serve grog there? Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And, uh, Excellent news. The, the way I uh, kind of see the groggery is I see it as a pirate bar. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. So I think both of you guys have been there before, but... Have you guys, you've been to the first in State College, right? Oh, yes. I don't believe that I have. Okay, so the first is kind of a, a walk down into a bar. Like, it's not on the main street level. You mm -hmm. walk down in, and then there's just table upon table. Kind of like kind of like a Hofbrauhaus. house. Like a beer hall. Almost. Like Yeah, it's, okay. more of, it's more of a beer hall setup, but it's a, lot, down. it's a lot dingier and a lot... <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of bright lights in there. It's a well, lot. if it's underground, I can't imagine yeah. that there would be uh, too <laughs> much lighting coming into that bar. Yeah, it's a much darker bar. So, like, I think just something with a lot of low lighting, serving high ABV beers... Like, and grog. And, and grog. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, I think there's a lot of recipes that you could, you know, grog is typically meant to be just kind of a water and rum mixture. Mm. Uh, I think you could experiment a lot. You know, there, there's rum barrel aged beers out there. Mm -hmm. I think you could experiment with just having beer and rum mixtures together. Ah, yeah. okay. Grog night. And even, you know, rum and uh, rum and mead, you know, things like that. Boilermakers. Yeah. You're, you're essentially serving pirate-themed boilermakers. I like that. Yeah. I would get I would get tuned up there. Oh, yeah. No, everybody would. That's the point. <laughs> you know what's interesting? That's a, that's a really, really good idea. I was actually in Montreal, Canada years ago on a work assignment, and we were at this bar in downtown Montreal, and they did something very similar. It wasn't pirate-themed, but they literally had mixtures, and it was their beer and a liquor. So it would be... I don't know. I'm just making this up. A pale ale with a shot or two of tequila mm -hmm. in there. And I actually had a beer that was beer and tequila. And it was absolutely terrible. It was one of the worst things I've ever tried. <laughs> I could barely get through it. But I really like the idea because I feel like there are winning combinations that you could create. I, 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 and I'll give you kind of where this stems from. is uh, the, There was a series of games in the early 90s called the Monkey Island series. I don't, oh, I, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Old computer games. Well... At one point in at the end of the first one, you're uh, there's a vending machine, and you're supposed to get root beer out because that's what kills ghosts. Because of course, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> must be a children's game. Right, I don't right. even know why you're explaining this. Everybody, knows I know. That. Everybody knows that shit. Uh, but the vending machine has grog, diet grog. It has a, a, a ah, listing. Yeah, okay. it has a very different listing of grog. Doctor grog. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there is a doctor grog in there. <laughs> <laughs> And I believe, and uh, there, but and then the last one's root beer. Yeah. So I thought I, I thought that would be kind of cool to just. It, it wouldn't be a pirate theme bar, as in like dirty, dingy pirates. I'd probably just make it like a Monkey Island bar. Right. And <laughs> if, if you're gonna open that in Pittsburgh, I think you have to make absolutely sure that there are no Pittsburgh pirates involved. That yeah. 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 Because then it would definitely suck. <laughs> although although I would have the bloody seaman play the. There you go. Play the stage. Don't let Bob Nutting invest in it. <laughs> oh God no. <laughs> or you know it's gonna be a disaster. <laughs> he would he would only let me like buy Emerald Nelson for the bar. Ah, <laughs> yes. 
Do I have you, you have Admiral Dazzler? You have nothing. <laughs> you can't invest in an actual <laughs> Yes, no investment. <laughs> Where can we cut costs at this bar, Stephen? <laughs> All right, so there you go, Adrian. A couple of our ideas for a brewery. Don't well, steal them do? or steal them. Yeah, don't steal them. TM, Please. trademark, all over the place. Pat Copyrighted Penning. right now. Copyright, copyright. Ben <laughs> Benning. Who's got the next question? What uh, what are we what are we answering next, gentlemen? All right, well, I got a question for us, and that's coming from Nikki from Coriopolis. And this is going to kind of delve into our more, uh, I mean, this is sticking with kind of our imaginary thoughts and <laughs> hopes and dreams. Uh, but her question is, what ingredients uh, for beer or kinds of beers mm -hmm. uh, would you guys like to brew? So, like, you know, we're all home brewers and we all have our histories, but is there, what haven't we got to yet? For me, I'll, I'll jump right in. Okay. Uh, what I haven't gotten into, and I am actually very, very close to uh, going down this path, uh, barrel aging. Mm hmm I, I am just about to go down that path okay. with, some, with some rum barrels. Ooh. And I'm going to start experimenting with some rum barrel aged beers. Hey, don't be stealing the groggery. I just told you no. <laughs> and I'm going to call it Monkey Island. <laughs> don't you call it Monkey Island? Are you getting them from Maggie's? I am not going to tell you where. Okay. Heavenly Hills? <laughs> Heaven Hill. Heavenly Hills. Oh, Heavenly Hills. That's where a lot of people get their barrels from. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you getting barrels from there? I'm not going to tell you where I'm getting it from. Ah, go fuck yourself then. Sam, what do you answer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, since uh, Adam the Secret Pirate will not tell us <laughs> anything that anything beyond what uh, what he just shared, and especially where he's getting his barrels from. Don't tell him here, here's, where I am. <laughs> here's what I'm doing next, and I, I haven't brewed in a little while. Me and my buddy have actually been uh, experimenting with wine as of late. Uh, and I'm not going to get into that, but one thing that I really want to do, it's one of my favorite styles of beers that I have, that we have yet to do. And it's, it's, making, it's making its way down from New England and starting to spread rapidly across the country, and that is unfiltered IPAs. So that's what I'm going for next. I, I don't know if I'm actually going to flavor it. I might just want a standard IPA. Mm -hmm. I'm not even sure what kind of hops I'm going to put in there yet. Probably some, probably some Galaxy, maybe some Citra. But I just want a really good, really hazy, really flavorful, unfiltered beer. So I know that's not a very exciting answer, uh, but that's, that's what I'm going to do next because it's something that I'm starting to see more breweries do, and I want to get around to experimenting uh, with unfiltered beers. There you go. That's what I'm doing next. Yeah, I mean, yeah, those New England-style IPAs are kind of all the rage right now. I, though, want to invent the Pittsburgh-style IPA. And that's oh, just... Oh, okay. Please tell me. Now, this is going to be interesting. It's just going to be an IPA with French fries yes. on it. <laughs> ah. Oh, my God. I wish I could remember the brewery, but I just saw it. Somebody posted a photo of Instagram, and it was of an open brew kettle, and someone had French fries in the mash. Oh, I saw that, I too. I can't remember what it brewery it was. It wasn't just was. French fries, though. It was... No, it, it was, was like, like a whole McDonald's value meal. Yeah. It was like hamburgers and chicken nuggets. <laughs> it was disgusting. It looked horrendous. Horrendous. Yeah. It's like, why would you want to do that? I mean, I'd go with French fries, but why are you adding chicken it's nuggets? Gone too far. Is that far. even real chicken? It was gone too far. Science gone too far. <laughs> Turn back. You, uh, you, you, 
you didn't stop to ask if you should. <laughs> so would you would you brew with French fries to try to achieve some of that flavor? Or are you just gonna throw French fries in the freaking beer? No, that was a joke. I'm not ever doing that. <laughs> oh come on, man. That's uh, that, that's Pittsburgh right there for yeah, you. I mean, I know. We put fries on everything, <laughs> everything here. I just had a. I can't believe nobody's thought of that yet. To tell you the truth, I know. You, you, it's kind of surprising that it actually hasn't <laughs> happened yet. So if you're gonna do that, you're gonna have to brew with Charlie Batch. Mm-hmm. You can call it your Charlie Patch of beer. Oh, God. <laughs> my oh, ex- I'm sorry. No, your Potato Patch of beer. Oh, oh, my God. I like that one better. And if you can get some of those Potato Patch fries, I mean, those, if you're going to have fries in your beer, those are the fries. The Potato that Patch fries from Kennywood. That is true. Mm. Okay. I'll think about it. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick process. Yep. I thought about it. No. It's not going to happen. I'm just going to start making my own beer by taking beer that other people have brewed, <laughs> you know, national beers, and just combining them with different type of liquors and spirits and ingredients, and I'm just going to call them my own. I call it Bud Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to literally just take that bottle, put it, put it in a bottling bucket with all my ingredients and bottle it and call it my own. It's going to be awesome. All right, all right. Uh, I want in on this, uh, but we have to make sure that we call it Sam Adams. Uh-huh. Ah, I like where your head's at, man. Smart. You're always thinking. You guys, I won't get sued at all, ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sam Adams bottle whiskey. <laughs> I was going to call it ex- Excapumpkin Narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> you just mix all these beers together. It's our beer, Garita Garita. <laughs> we, t- <laughs> we take a Bud Light Lime Garita and we stick it in an actual margarita. <laughs> I think that's probably already been done. <laughs> I, I'm sure it has. Because somebody doesn't have enough sugar in their diet. <laughs> or booze. How about we get back to uh, the Zocovesa and our celebration of 100 beers and Dia de los Muertos and International Stout Day. So you, this is 99 bottles right here. Yes, this mm-hmm. is 99. 99 bottles. The Zocovesa, the Imperial Stout, inspired by Mexican hot chocolate. Oh, uh, yes. It's good. It is, it is. It's uh, it's probably one of my favorite Mexican chocolate stouts. Same here. I I actually like the one I brew better, but <laughs> same here. Yeah. <laughs> it just mine's more rich and thick, but I you can't prove that. <laughs> well, to you and me, you can't. Well, yeah, but not no, to the you audience were, at large. Yeah, no, the audience. I'm sorry, it's gone. <laughs> it's been gone. Suckers. Sam, what are your thoughts on this beer? Great. That's it. That's Great it. Beer. No, I mean it's 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 good. It's, uh, you know, it's balanced. Uh, you're really tasting, you know, the peppers, the, the vanilla. And I, I, you know, the more I drank it and it warmed up a little bit, I was getting more of that cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It kind of had that nice tingly uh, flavor in the back of your throat yeah, when the cinnamon hits. and Just a little bit at the yeah. end. Yeah, then it dissipated and it was good. Uh, yeah. You know, it's interesting. When I was out in Arizona in Scottsdale, I had a, a beer. It was called the Dulce Noche. Okay. And I'm drawing a blank on the brewery right now, but it doesn't matter. It was brewed with Mexican vanilla bean. Ooh. And it was delightful. So, if you ever find yourself out in the Southwest, Dulce, Dulce, Dulce Noche. Dulce Noche. Uh, I think it was actually much better than this beer at hand. But that's not to take away from this beer. This beer is very right. good, uh, very balanced, very flavorful. Uh, I'm actually going to correct you. It is the Noche Dulce. No, did I say it wrong? Yeah. Uh, actually, by the good people of Borderlands Brewing Company. Yeah, I couldn't oh. remember. Noche Dulce. Oh. Night, was that? Night Milk? Noche is Night, night Milk? Uh, no. Night Late, leche is milk. Argenome of the day I think, milk. <laughs> What's Dulce? I believe Dulce is it's either cream or caramel. Night cream? Makes sense, I guess. Night cream? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
13 years old again. <laughs> we, we used to just call those nocturnal emissions. <laughs> well, on that note, what do you say we take a break? Yes. Let's take a break and come back with more questions and <laughs> more answers. More questions. And the 100th beer. And Let's not forget about this. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's, that's a big deal. Part. We don't yeah, want to yeah. downplay that because yeah, it's, yeah. it's a friggin' good one from one of our, uh, from our good friends at JR's Beer Warehouse. Yes. So stay tuned to see what it is. Well, Hob Nation, we have returned, as you knew we would, and it is time, it is time for the 100th beer that we are going to be drinking on this show. And I, I can barely contain my excitement right now because we do have a really good one for you. We actually just literally, yeah, we pulled some of those confetti sprayers and there's confetti all over our equipment right now and uh, whatever. We don't even care because we're so excited about this beer. So we have to give one more shout out. This beer was specifically given to us from, by Matt from JR's Beer Beer Warehouse. So. And where is JR's Beer Warehouse? In sunny Rochester, PA. Yes, Rochester, PA, one of the premier destinations for craft beer, brewing equipment, snacks, paper products, everything you could imagine. Yeah, they really at JR's yeah. Beer Warehouse, and Matt is awesome. So if you uh, if you're down there, uh, say hello. He'll definitely drop some uh, some great beer knowledge on you and help you pick out something really good. Yeah, check uh, out their crawler system. Holy hell, I love that thing. I know. Yeah, the crawler system is is amazing, and you can get some really good deals on those crawlers as well. Yeah. So he hooked us up with this beer, and it is from Avery Brewing, which I don't even know if we've had anything at this point from Avery on the show. Oh, we totally have. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? What do we have? Remember when oh, we, we had the White Rascal. The White Rascal, yeah, that's right. We totally have. All right, so we're going back to Avery already from Boulder, Colorado, and this is one of their special uh, annual barrel series beers. It is called the Uncle Jacob Stout, and it is a stout aged in bourbon barrels. So one of the interesting things that I have to call out, and I didn't know this, but I read it on the side of the bottle that I think is really interesting, that Jacob Spears, the the person that this beer was named after, was the sixth great uncle of the founders of this brewery. And what's interesting about Jacob Spears is he was the first distiller in Kentucky to label his product as bourbon. Oh. So he was the first person ah. to call whiskey bourbon and kind of set the stage for what it is today. And, you know, as we know from our episodes of past, that bourbon is made with 51% corn and must be made within the United States. That's true. So that, that makes a lot of sense then that this is a bourbon barrel aged beer. <laughs> right. So what are what are the details on this beer? Let's, let, let's hear some numbers. Throw some, number at, some numbers at me. The ABV on this guy is 14.9%. So it is It is a big dog. That's a good thing we saved this one for last. Right. I, I don't have any information, unfortunately, on the IBUs themselves, but I, I would imagine they would be pretty low. I don't think we're going to be tasting much hot flavor in this beer, Adam. I'm okay with that. <laughs> now, what's good about this beer is it's a, it's a rare beer. You can certainly find it. Um, you know, around uh, Pittsburgh as well as other places, it, it is distributed, but it's a, it's a high-end beer. It's gonna it's gonna cost you a couple bucks to get this, and by a couple bucks, I mean for a 12-ounce bottle, over 10 at least. I can, I mean I can tell that just by looking at it because it has a gold foil. 
covering yeah. the cap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, this is this is a nice one. So you'll be able to see a picture of the bottle uh, on on social media, and we should probably actually take a picture. Yeah, of this take beer take, a, take a pristine one before we ruin it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do want to take a pristine uh, picture of this beer. So if you check out our social media accounts, in particular Instagram, you'll see uh, a nice selfie of me with this bottle, just cheesing it because I am so happy uh, to be to be about ready to consume this beer. So good, good. Check that out. Uh, but yeah, I think I think we should just get into it. Um, you know, it says to serve this beer between 45 and 55 degrees, and we have now chilled it to the perfect temperature. So, yeah. what do you say we uh, we dive in? No need to continue to mess around here. Yeah, let's just start drinking. This is our hundredth. This is a big one, guys. <laughs> this even, is a big even, one. <laughs> even you two got to be excited for this. No, I'm totally excited yeah. for this. No, it's, this is a, a milestone. This is a, a. It's a milestone beer, and b. This beer is like uh something i've never had before and obviously it's a high nb so i want it <laughs> right this, this is a new this is new new for all of us I, I don't think any of us have had this beer before probably not again it's like it not necessarily that it's rare but it is hard to come across and it has that price tag Correct. yeah because we are cheap not that we're cheap <laughs> i mean they're not cheap, 13 but... bucks for a 12 ounce beer i mean God, you can get you can get. It stuff. needs to be an occasion, and this is an occasion. <laughs> it belongs in a museum. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you can get an entire case of Hurricane for less than that. That's true. <laughs> that is true. So, I mean, when you think about that and put it in perspective. Although, to be fair, I think you can get an entire case of Hurricane for less than the price of a bottle of pumpkin. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably can. I'd still get the pumpkin. Yeah. Well, her, a case of Hurricane's like six seventy five, so a bomber of Warlock or Pumpkin is going to run you eight ninety nine. I'll go Warlock. Just saying, that's how it go. Let's talk about the beer that we have in front of us. Yes, the Avery Uncle Jacob's Stout. This is probably the darkest beer that we've had tonight. Oh, this is you, dark, and that's this saying is, something in a class of stouts. Right. This is opaque. This is the abyss. You, you can't know, see shit through this. No. I, I, the one thing I'm kind of surprised at is the head is a little bit lighter than I expected. It is, and if you tilt the glass a little bit, one of the th one of the things that I've always noticed, and I don't know if this is just my eyes at this age because I just had a birthday and now I'm older, mm -hmm. but between the head and the beer itself, bourbon barrel stouts always seem to get off, get get off, <laughs> give off <laughs> Night a, milk. <laughs> yeah, a nice reddish hue. Yeah, there is a little bit of a reddish hue around the edge when you do tilt the tilt the glass, like you just said. So, but, let's smell it. Holy shit, that's hot. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, now the Narwhal has nothing on this. If you remember my comment from earlier about how it's how I smelled the bourbon, I don't smell the bourbon in that anymore. No, I smell the bourbon in this. Compared to this one, this is coming in hot. Shit, this smells like a glass of bourbon almost. Yeah. I can smell more bourbon in here than I can any of the flavors of the beer. Yeah. And I'm not complaining. I love bourbon and I love beer, so. Well, what do you say we stop yakking? Oh, yes. And try number 100. Number Guys, 100. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. Small sips. Oh, wow. Hot diggity damn. Matt from JR's <laughs> has delivered. And I think I speak for all of us when I say that, because holy shit. That's good. Am I, I am smiling from ear to ear right now with how good that beer is. Like a butcher's dog. I'm sorry, I'm being a little quiet for a second. I'm trying to enjoy it a little <laughs> bit more. There's a it, there's a lot going on there. I thought you were just having a moment. Well, I was having a moment, but I mean, it, the more I think Sam needs to take another sip and just kind of be <laughs> quiet through it and just have a quiet moment with Say it. We, we have 10 seconds of 
of quiet time? Well, no, we don't need no, 10 you seconds. you can talk. No, no, I will I'm take good. A I'm good. I can talk about this, but okay. I think I think Sam needs to give this a quiet time sip because I just kind of let it linger in my mouth mm -hmm. and just kind of swirl around and the more you just kind of let this one sit, it has a wave of flavor that just keeps hitting you over and over again. It just kind of waves of grain. You're not being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I just had another sip and I, I, I know. I can't. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying I can't you stop have, talking about it. You have it. to enjoy it. It, it just kind of lash. It just kind of laps over your tongue like a wave of like here's some bourbon, a little bit of stout. Here's some bourbon, a little bit of stout. Bask in it. Exactly. Yeah, this basking. one you have to bask in. This is definitely little sips. This mm -hmm. is a little sip enjoyer. You just sit by a fire. Yeah. Read Chaucer, maybe. I don't know. Chaucer? <laughs> Chaucer. I was, was going to stick with Michael Creighton myself. <laughs> I'm going to find out, do the monkeys pick up the laser or not? <laughs> I guess I'll go with Grisham then. John Grisham? No, Frank. <laughs> the lesser known no, Grisham. We're talking yeah, about the lesser known Grisham. <laughs> Adam... Start talking before I do, because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to. to. I, I can't I can't keep this in as I as I continue to cut you off. It's <laughs> gonna say start talking so I can stop, and then you cut me off. I can stop. Uh, this, this is damn fine beer. That's all there is to it. I, it's just good. Period. I I feel that I can't give it justice in trying you to describe been a it. Poet. <laughs> no, I think that's New Holland that does that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Actually. <laughs> no, this is a really good beer, and I don't believe I can give it justice by trying to describe it. Uh, if, if you have any any sense of enjoying bourbon-aged beers, get this one. If you have any sense of enjoying bourbon, you know, to begin with, yeah, just get, get it. Like, yeah. it, has, it has all the characteristics of a good bourbon, but it's just, you know, a little bit lighter, yeah. a little bit thicker. You know, it has, it has it still has that thick mouthfeel of a bourbon, and that's just what coats your tongue. With it's just good, fantastic mm -hmm. flavor. Yeah. So, we can we can talk about this beer all night, but we still got more questions we got to get to. We do. True story. Let's so, hit, let's hit, let's get back to the listeners. Let's yes. let's stop making this all about us and our hundredth beer. Let's 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 go to the people that have made this all possible. Well, that was us. We made it possible. Well, we made it possible by giving them a show to ask questions to, but we will answer their questions. Yeah, but if we didn't have an audience, then we no longer have a show. It, it, it's, it's an interplay. Right. We started the show, and then we got listeners, and then our listeners asked us questions, so we need each other. So now okay. let's give back to the listeners. What's the, what's the question? What's our so, first question of this segment? Uh, okay, so our, uh, our next question kind of tails on to uh, uh, last segment's homebrewing question, but this one's coming from my buddy Bobby Mack up at uh, Butler. Works out of the Empire Tattoo Shop, I believe. I believe you are correct. Yes. Yeah, I believe I'm correct on that one. <laughs> Sorry, this your buddy. You should know. This, this beer has got me in a way. <laughs> so Bob wants to know what's a good brand for a brewing kit. He, I already have the equipment, and I just need to find like a good porter or stout kit. So, do we have any suggestions as far as just like a kit? He's saying he he kind of goes all every place he goes, just kind of pedals the most expensive one, and he's looking for something. That's not so expensive, just something easy for him to get into. I, I mean, for me, I can answer that question because I've, you know, purchased many kits in my uh, home brewing time. But, yeah, what I've generally found is for all the brew stores that I've been to is in, in my uh, home brewing experience, I mean, a kit's going to run you between 40 and 60 bucks, and that's going to produce, you know, two cases of beer. So, you know, looking between 
20 and 30 bucks a case so at the end of the day it's, it's not that bad because you have to you have to pay for the ingredients what i've used in the past that i've really enjoyed are the brewer's best kits uh, i think they're affordable and what i always like to do is they always they always give you a nice base recipe they give you all the ingredients and in the right quantities and then i take that and i tailor it to my liking so if there's hops in there that i don't want i'll just purchase other hops if there's grains in there that i don't want i'll purchase in particular grains and kind of start with the kit and then and then go from there i haven't got into all grain like you guys uh, but at the end of the day brewer's best has always worked well for me i thought it was affordable and you know at the end of the day when you factor it down uh you know to a case level or to a beer level i mean you really only look at it, you know, 20 to 30 bucks for a craft beer or per case from a craft beer kit. And, you know, that's pretty comparable or less than what you'd pay in a beer distributor. So I'd say go with Brewer's Best. What about you guys? I, I Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I think maybe the problem Bob's running into is there's a lot of name branded uh, kits out there that are, telling you know, like from Goose Island and from uh, I think Stone has a couple out there. Wouldn't Maybe. surprise me. Yeah, but uh, like they're they're not much more than a brewer's best kit. Mm-hmm. It's just they have the name and the recipe right. of those. So uh, yeah, I would agree. Go with brewer's best, or just maybe go online, and there might be some kits that you can find on there. I know that northernbrewer.com has a lot of uh, kits available. Yeah, I, I've I, ordered. Oh, sorry. I know that I, I've used them a couple times. Uh, Steve, you've used them a couple times. Yeah, and, and they worked quite well. Yeah, and I I honestly would suggest trying to maybe put together a recipe that isn't a kit. That might be cheaper for you to just buy. I mean, you can still buy the liquid extract, right? You know, and that's usually pretty. You know, that's usually pretty cheap, around six to seven dollars, I think, per can. That was actually the other thing I was going to suggest yeah. is see what it would take. Do a little research what it would take to create a stout or porter recipe, and just assemble the ingredients yourself. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see about getting you a recipe there, Bob, just like something that you could put together yourself without having to buy all of those, uh, you know, without having to buy a kit, but essentially getting everything that you would get in a kit. Can we say that that is a Hop Nation USA custom tailored kit? No, because <laughs> I think somebody will get mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. We're not actually going to put that together and sell it. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. It's just some, some good advice. I mean, in the future, maybe we can start selling our recipes, but. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that one. Yeah, put a pin in that one. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll get back to Bob on that one in particular, Steve Will. And, uh, yeah, and hopefully we can find you something that'll that'll help you. Fit your price point. Yeah, fit your price point and you know, get off on the, the right foot for homebrewing. So let's uh, let's go into a, a slightly different direction, uh, Bob. Good question, uh, and you got more help on the way. Trust me. Uh, but we have another question. Uh, this actually comes from John in Rhode Island. Oh. Yes. Yes. Uh, the biggest little state in the union. We have listeners in Rhode Island. Rhode Island. We have listeners everywhere except for I think Kansas. Actually, uh, I think there's another one. Wyoming. No, we have one in Wyoming. Yeah. No, we have a, a listener in Wyoming. Topeka represent. Possibly, yes. <laughs> but uh, they, they really don't care uh, about the beer. Okay. They, they enjoy the show. Ah, and, excellent. And John's question was, why did you start this podcast? What, what, would, what was the deciding factor? What drove you guys to say, you know what? We need to have a podcast, and it needs to be a podcast about beer. I was bored. honestly this is the one that i did with them if i have more time i'll do other podcasts as well (laughs) without them sorry 
Well, thanks. I appreciate. I mean, that. I just the other ideas don't suit your guys's needs. That is true. That is true. I, yeah. I, there are certain topics that I can't keep up with that yeah. you can if definitely you, excel in. If you if you want to, you know, start your own car podcast, you go right ahead. I'm not going to be on that though. <laughs> I'll have you on as a guest. Yeah, so I can just stare at the microphone and not. <laughs> I'm all right with that. I feel like that podcast might be a little advanced for. Even you, especially me, I don't know. Yeah, about be, cars. yeah, no. Adam knows way more about cars than I do. I just sit there and be like, I like Dodge Vipers. <laughs> they go fast. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a Dodge Viper. Well, One time I replaced my turn signal. Come on, come yeah. on. I'm just saying that that's you know Yeah, I get I was point. born out of boredom and that's what I did. <laughs> Now, for me, I, I craft beer has always been one of my hobbies, and it has been for pretty much the last decade. And I, yeah, I thought it would be fun to, you know, really find an outlet for spreading some of this knowledge, while at the same time, you know, edutain, as we like to call it. Plus, I really like to talk, so this is a good outlet for me to do that <laughs> and just randomly bullshit about, you know, something that I really enjoy. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, it's 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 it gives us also an opportunity to try new beers to, you know, get outside of our comfort zone, especially you, Adam, in the IPA realm, and it forces us to try beers that we may not otherwise try, and then we get to review them and talk about them and, you know, spread the word for other folks out there that are looking to get into home brewing or into beer, beer in general, because when you think about it, the intricacies of craft beer, I mean, it, has, it is really expanded, and it is now this gigantic web of stuff, and if you don't, uh, if you don't have the right guides, you might get stuck in it. That's true. So, that is very you true. Know, we, we really want to be those guys to navigate uh, navigate our listeners through through the web of craft beer. So we, yeah, that's why I right. want to do it. We don't want to gatekeep craft beer from everybody. We want everybody to enjoy it. Yeah, we want to we want to help them navigate. Yeah. you know, through through the dark, spooky, haunted woods <laughs> of craft beer. We are the beacon. <laughs> we are the beacon of light <laughs> through the terrifying <laughs> sink <laughs> compactor. <laughs> Okay, Adam. So, how about uh, you know what 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 drew you to podcasting? What drew me to to podcasting was actually you guys. I kind of hoard myself into a conversation that you guys were having about possibly putting together a podcast on craft beer, and I immediately said, "Hey, I want in on this." Because uh, I, as you guys know, I enjoy craft beer myself. I'm a home brewer. Mm -hmm. I like drinking beer. I like making beer. I like talking about beer. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know that on on multiple occasions, whenever we've started talking about beer, just in in you know tailgates and general conversation, general groups, uh, that we've actually had people pull away from their conversation and join into our conversation, just saying, "No, oh, your conversation's way better." We're, we're going to listen to you guys instead. Yeah, because it's usually more spirited and argumentative. Right. Exactly, <laughs> right. It, it's a very lively conversation. I like to think we have a good, lively conversation here on the show. Mm -hmm. Every week. So, well, we do. You don't. <laughs> no, I don't. But, you know, when I'm here as the glorified host, That's right. I think I like to think that the conversation is extra lively. Kim Jong-Sam. It... <laughs> Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a Photoshop that might happen. <laughs> but so, yes, it does get extra lively when you're here, Sam. Right, yeah. it does. That is a true blue fact. So it, based on all of those factors, it, it just seemed like a natural progression for us to do it as a podcast. To, yeah. to share our knowledge, share our conversation with the world. Yeah, if we're going to so spend here... all this time arguing, somebody else might as well hear it. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so here we are. <laughs> We're going to spend all this time arguing about why sours suck and IPAs are great. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else better listen. And stouts are the best. 
Might as well listen to that instead of somebody going on and on about their shitty work environment and like and then they had cake in the break room but i didn't get any cake because nobody told me and then i had to go back to my desk and then stop stop this is supposed to be fun i'm just saying i don't need yeah, that you've really brought this that's just a little example. that's a little example of what happens in the real world Ugh. you don't need any of that you need this <laughs> you you need us you that need doesn't us. happen with beer <laughs> that doesn't happen with beer nobody is ever that bored <laughs> that doesn't happen with this beer holy shit so i would like to thank all of our listeners for uh sending in their questions uh via email word of mouth twitter not not so much Instagram. Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Facebook Messenger. As I well. don't know what use Instagram is, actually. <laughs> well, it's just for pictures. I know. To show people what you're drinking. You well, that's you... why I'm not on there, and that's why you're on there. Right. Uh, <laughs> you're... I take pictures. I know. You take pictures. I don't. So, thank you. Yeah, but thanks Yeah, but thanks anyway for getting in touch with us and asking your very important craft beer and podcasting questions. Right. So, I think we might have to do this again. Uh, perhaps beer 200. 200. 200. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. We'll have to do this uh, on, on Beer 200. I think it's a good idea to get more of this bourbon beer, Uncle Jacob. Oh, man. So that uh, that brings us to the next question. You guys like this beer? Yeah. A Easy. little bit too much. Easy. That was good. Yeah. All right. Uh, should we go straight to the podium? Yeah, let's go right to the podium. Yeah. This beer is getting me in a way. So, I'm going to have to go sleep. <laughs> I know. I know. So, Steve, what is your bronze? What is your silver? What is your gold for tonight? Episode 34? 5. 35? 35, goddammit. Episode 35 with beer number 100 on its list. What is your ranking? So I just want to preface first. If you try to do the math and you did three times uh, 35, which would give you 105, and you think that we're way past 100, we're not. Because you have to remember we did a meat episode, mm-hmm. and then we also did a jelly episode, which only had one beer. Boom. So we're on right. Boom. <laughs> but... My bronze for the evening is going to be the Stone's Oak Avesa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really complex beer, and it has a really good flavor profile and everything. But it is just a little gimmicky and a little <laughs> thin. It, it's a little thin mm-hmm. uh, for a stout. I, I like it a whole bunch. I mean, I bought a six-pack of it. <laughs> I like it a whole lot, but it's just uh, not uh, not as good as the other two. Uh, the Narwhal, I'm going to put in silver. I think that's a really, really good representation of what a stout can be and maybe what a stout should be. <laughs> uh, you know, like we said at the beginning of the episode, stouts are meant to be stouter porters. They're supposed to be stronger versions of porters. They're supposed to be high in ABV. And that's what this is. It's a high ABV porter. It's, you know, it's got that high grain bill. It's got all those sugars in there and it comes out with this roasted barley and chocolate you know flavoring it's really good and then it has that very interesting hop back end that i like a lot and so in gold i'm putting this avery uncle jacob's bourbon barrel stout this is just way too good like this is dessert upon dessert (laughs) and it's nothing but us a a fantastic sipping beer i'd love to get a a, you know just a six pack of it (laughs) And see how long it lasts, <laughs> or how long you last. Well, one of the one or the other. Uh, but yeah, if you want to hunker down for the winter. This is a, definitely a good beer to do that with. Just those waves of bourbon flavor going over your tongue. It's not as hot as I thought it was going to be, despite the the boozy smell. Uh, this is kind of like the zombie bed was last week. 
where it had that you know big boozy nose but it's a lot smoother mm-hmm. drinking it's so good because of it you know when i was in jr's beer warehouse actually getting this beer they do sell six packs of it 72 dollars a six pack <laughs> I mean, I said I would like to get a right, six pack. I didn't right. say I could afford it. <laughs> it's, I'd be, I, I would have to seriously consider it. I really would. Okay. Tax season is just around the corner. One of you two needs to do a damn podium. <laughs> All right, I'll go next. Mine's going to be very simple, right? The podium goes in the order that we drank this beer in bronze. Definitely going with the narwhal. The beer was decent. Like every other Sierra Nevada beer I've had, it's very middle of the road, in my opinion. Uh, it was a good beer. I did enjoy it, but I didn't love it. Uh, I thought the hop, the hoppy, bitter back end was a little bit unpredictable, is the word I want to use for for a stout. And I didn't really like that. When I want the, I want the smooth back end, I want the nice uh, flavor, uh, that creaminess to linger in my mouth when I'm, when I'm done with every sip of the stout. So for me, that's in third place. The Excavesa is in second place. I really like the complex flavor profile of this beer. I like the vanilla, I like the cinnamon, I like the nutmeg, I like the, co- the coffee, I like the peppers. I thought it blended very nicely together. I know we said multiple times it was kind of gimmicky, but you know, gimmicks aren't all bad, especially if you know the beer comes out good at the end of the day. So really enjoyed that, and that's definitely going to take the silver. Uh, the Uncle Jacobs is, you know, far and away going to take the gold. Uh, this isn't even in the same class as those other two beers. I would put this beer <laughs> up there with, you know, the likes of the Kentucky Bourbon Stout, the Goose Island, um, the Abyss by Deschutes. Yeah, the Abyss by Deschutes, the Goose Island Bourbon County Stout. Yeah. And it, it was just great. I can't say it's better or worse than any of those beers. I would really need to compare them side by side to yeah. make uh, that type of comparison. But in terms of the Excavesa and the Narwhal, this is in a league of its own. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It's worth a $13 price tag for a 12-ounce bottle just to try this. Okay, Adam. You're up. Sierra Nevada. Uh-huh. Stone. Okay. Avery. Okay. <laughs> Copycat. <laughs> Thanks for your in-depth analysis. I think we've pretty much said all that needs to be said. Right. <laughs> we don't need to drag it out. And, and the reason I, that I'm being so short with it is is with the, the Stone and the Sierra Nevada. Those are very good beers. Right. They're very good in their style as well. Uh, I, I like the fact that they're both within that style window, but they both st- – both still tell very different stories. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Unfortunately, for them, this Avery is blowing them out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> no, no bones about it. I yeah, mean, those those stories are, you know, if you give a mouse a cookie and the Avery story is, you know, war and peace or... <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, the other two beers are essentially, you know, Piper Cubs versus an SR-71. Right. I'm sorry, you, you don't have a chance. Yeah, it's... You don't yeah. have a chance. And that's not a knock on the other two beers. No, no. It's just that this one is way better. Well, and again, like we we keep mentioning the price tag and everything, but this is an occasion beer. Correct. You know, like that's Correct. what, and that's why partly it's so far it ahead wasn't a, of the other ones. It wasn't a fair fight to begin with. Yeah, the no, other it wasn't. It, no, absolutely not. And the other two are ones that you should absolutely be drinking just on a regular, on a regular daily basis. Yeah, I that's agree. A regu- those yep. are regular basis beers. Yep. This is your birthday or your hundredth beer episode. Hooray! But yeah. <laughs> Completely agree. Yep. So thank you again to Matt at JR's Beer Warehouse. I know we've said that a couple times, but I mean to right. to give us this and ask us to review it on the show, and especially at such a you know monumental occasion as our hundredth beer. I think that that's uh, you know really nice of them, and we'll be back at JR's in, in no time, and hopefully you will be too. It's it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Check them out. Check them out. Yep. Speaking of checking them out, yes. 
Check us out. Check us out. Check us Check out. Check us out. All of us out. Check, Check out us. my selfie with this beer on Instagram. And how do they find that, Sam? I have the answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why don't you answer your own question, Steve? I know. I guess somebody else should have set me up for that. but <laughs> yeah, Whatever. Sometimes you just got to set yourself up. I know. Uh, but if you want to find Sam's selfie with the Avery, uh, Uncle Jacob's Bourbon Barrel Stout, you just have to search Hop Nation USA on Instagram and you'll find him there. And you can find us on Twitter and Facebook by doing the exact same thing. And if you want to find brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast, you can search iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean and Google Music Play. And you'll find us on all of those platforms. Subscribe and leave reviews. Five stars is the correct answer so we can get a bigger show to service more people and then get more questions to answer. How about that? Smart. Yeah, and thank you again to the listeners out there who did submit questions for the show. Really right. appreciate you taking the time to listen and, you know, ask us about the show and homebrewing and beers in general. Hopefully you learned something from this show. We'll do it again in the future. And yeah, I just want to thank you for uh, for tuning in. Yeah, and if uh, anybody has the time, go to the Hop Nation USA website at hopnationusa.com. You can find all kinds of reviews and features that uh, are things that you won't find on the show. For free. For free. Yeah, it's all for free. Zero American dollars. Yeah. Yes. Free is the best. They can't find beer, though, on the Hop Nation USA website, You can find pictures of beer. You pictures, find pictures of beer, of beer. Yeah. beer reviews, but when you need beer... Beer recipes. Beer mm-hmm. recipes. Yeah. You, you, gotta find, you gotta go out and buy the beer yourself. That's okay, though. Yeah. Find your own beer. <laughs> <laughs> find your own damn beer. Find your own damn beer. So that's it, guys. 35th episode in the books. 100 beers. 100 beers in, in the, the books. books. Yes. And, uh, yeah, the nice thing is we're not slowing down. We'll be right back at you next week for some more fun. We're going to drink 101, 102, and 103, and we'll see how they compare to the first 100. So stay tuned for more, and uh, happy drinking, everybody. 